Hi, I'm John Hill, pastor of Flint Hill United Methodist Church in Alexander City, and I want to welcome you to our radio program, Grounded. For the next 30 minutes, we hope to bring you God's message in a way that connects with you wherever you may be today. We hope that you enjoy and find yourself a little more grounded in the gospel of Jesus Christ. Thank you for listening, and God bless you. Welcome to Grounded with Pastor John Hill of Flint Hill United Methodist Church in Alexander City, Alabama. Grounded is presented by Veritas Classical School, Lake Martin. Visit VeritasLM.com or look them up on Facebook at VeritasLM. By Red Flag Pest Control. For dependable, affordable pest control, find them on Facebook or at RedFlagPestControl.com. And by Flint Hill United Methodist Church in Alexander City. This is Grounded. As we come together in our time of worship today, we also come together and unite our voices together in prayer. And as we're dealing with social distancing, the way we will do this again for, for, for the time being is I will pray. And at the end of my prayer, I will say, Lord, in your mercy, and you respond by saying, hear our prayer. And then I'll give you a, se- a moment or two to pray silently for what we just lifted up. Would you pray with me in prayer? Great and almighty God, grant that all those who confess your name may be united in your truth. May we live together in your love and reveal your glory through our lives, through our actions our words. May we reveal your glory in the world. Lord, in your mercy. Lord, God, the people of this land and of all nations and the ways of justice and peace so that we may honor one another and we may serve the common good. Lord, in your mercy. God, give us all a reverence for the earth as your creation. Let us use its resources rightly and in the service of others. And let these actions bring you glory and honor. Lord, in your mercy. Great and wonderful God, bless all those whose lives are closely linked with ours. And grant that we may serve Christ in them. And that we may love one another as Christ loves us. We lift up those who are sick and those who are hurting. We lift up those in the hospitals. 
in the nursing homes, the assisted living. Gracious Lord, be with them. Hold them. Comfort them and give them a peace. Lord, in your mercy. Great and almighty God, we commend to your mercy all those who have died. That your will for them may be fulfilled. And we pray that we may share with all your saints in your eternal kingdom. Lord, in your mercy. We offer these prayers through Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. It is in his most precious name that we pray. Amen. Our reading this morning comes from one of those books that you may or may not have read in a long time. Uh, the book of Haggai. We're going to be reading from chapter 1. We're actually on chapter 19 of the story. And so if you have been keeping up with us in the story, these words will be somewhat familiar to you. Haggai, beginning with verse 2. This is what the Lord Almighty says. These people say, The time has not yet come to rebuild the Lord's house. And then the word of the Lord came through, through the prophet Haggai. Is it a time for you yourselves to be living in your paneled houses while the house of the Lord remains a ruin? Now this is what the Lord Almighty says. Give careful thought to your ways. You have planted much but harvested little. You eat but you never have enough. You drink but you never have your fill. You put on clothes but you're not warm. You earn wages only to put them in a purse with holes in it. This is what the Lord Almighty says. Give careful thought to your ways. Go up into the mountains and bring down timber and build my house so that I may take pleasure in it and be honored. You expected much, but see it turned out to be little. What you brought home, I blew away. Why? Because of my house, which remains a ruin. While each one of you is busy with your own house, therefore because of you the heavens have withheld their dew, and the crops, and the earth is crops. I call for a drought on the fields and the mountains and on the grain, the new wine, the olive oil. And everything else the ground produces on people and on livestock and on the labor of your hands. The word of God for the people of God. Something's going on here. And what's going on here, we see this in the, the reading that we read in the, uh, the reading that we read uh, and the story this week came from the book of Ezra. But it also continues in the book of Haggai. Now, you look in your Bible, and there's a good bit of distance between those two. But those two stories are linked together. 
And so if you want to really get the full picture, you've got to read Ezra and Nehemiah. Now, scholars will tell us that Nehemiah and Ezra probably used to be one book. It was probably written by the same person. But as the translations of the Bible have gone throughout the years, they have separated those two books. But those two books go together. And so does Haggai. Haggai just gives a different, uh, a different viewpoint, if you will. More of today's message is next on Grounded. Veritas Classical School Lake Martin, located in Alexander City, offers families a unique academic opportunity. Using a classical Christian model of education, Veritas provides a robust, rigorous, and flexible college preparatory option, including partnerships with homeschool families. Already of great value, Veritas offers affordable tuition options for full and part-time students and flexible payment plans. For more information, visit VeritasLM.com, email VeritasLakeMartin at gmail.com, or call Jill Hill at 256-872-4724. Hi, this is John Hill. I want to invite you to go and like our Facebook page at Flint Hill UMC. We'd love to have you come follow us on that page, and you can watch us simulcasting our worship services on there and keep up with all the information going on at Flint Hill. Now, back to more of Grounded with Pastor John Hill. What we find is, is that the Jews who have been exiled from Jerusalem, we see this in Ezra that King Cyrus has come and he has said, you know what? He wasn't a godly man, but God touched his heart. King Cyrus. And so King Cyrus wrote this decree and this is what it says. The Lord was extremely, I'm sorry, I'm reading from the wrong book. That's Zechariah. This is what King Cyrus of Persia says. The Lord, the God of heaven, has given me all the kingdoms of the earth and has appointed me to build him a house in Jerusalem, in Judah. Whoever is among his people, may his God be with him and may he go to Jerusalem and Judah and build the house of the Lord. The God of Israel, the God who is in Jerusalem, let every survivor wherever he lives be assisted by the men of that region with silver, gold, goods, and livestock, along with a free will offering for the house of God in Jerusalem. Remember, if you'll remember back a little bit, Nebuchadnezzar came and he destroyed God's temple in Jerusalem. And the Jews were exiled. And so they're out. Kingdoms destroyed. Years pass. Here's God coming back forward, ready to bring his people back into Jerusalem, ready for that temple to be rebuilt. King Cyrus, his heart's touched by God. And King Cyrus allows the people to go back to Jerusalem, to go back to begin rebuilding this. And the people do. And what we see in this story is, is that they come under attack Uh, from opposition who are not wanting the temple to be rebuilt. They're not wanting Jerusalem to be rebuilt for God. We still see that today, don't we? I mean, this story hasn't changed very much throughout the thousands of years. We're still seeing the same thing. And so God sends the people of Jerusalem back and they begin working on it. Here's what happens. As they begin to face opposition, the passion of the Jews 
begin to wane. It begins to go away. Now, I don't know about you, but there are things in my life, and I had a good time thinking about going back through the years of my life, about all the things in my life that I've been passionate about. But you know what I found? I found this box of forgotten passions. These are things I was once extremely passionate about. Buddy, I put time, I put money, I put energy, I put everything I had into these passions. And then all of a sudden I found this box and it contained all these passions that I once had that I've forgotten about. Now you probably have a box like this somewhere in your house. It may not have a label on it. You may have a closet in your house. You may have a storage building in your house full of forgotten passions. Let's see here. There was a time in my life where I got real passionate about hiking. Is that my wife? My wife's enjoying this right now because I've spent a lot of her money on these passions that have become forgotten. Anyway, I was very passionate. I had backpacks. I had tents. I didn't have just one tent. I had multiple tents. I had multiple sleeping bags because if you go camping in the summer, you don't take the same sleeping bag that you take when it's January, right? So I had multiple stuff. I had lanterns. I had flashlights. I had hiking poles. I had trekking poles. I had the, the shoes. I had the shirts. I had the shorts. I had you name it. I had it. And over the years, I kind of lost the passion that I once had for that activity. And guess what? It ended up in the forgotten passion box. I no longer hike like I used to. I still hike every now and then, but it's not on the same scale as it was then. I no longer buy the latest and best equipment to go hiking it's a forgotten passion. I used to have a passion for photography. I loved photography. And this was back when you really used that something called film. Now, some of you young people, you don't know what film is. But it's a thing that you actually would put into the camera. And you put it right there. And then you take pictures and you advance the film. And then you take a picture. And then you had, once you used the, all the pictures on that roll, you had to wind it back up. And then you had to take it to the photo mat place. And you had to drop it off and write a, this little envelope out and put your name on it and everything. And you stick that film in there. And then like three days later, you went back and it was the greatest day of your life because you got new pictures in. And you couldn't wait to open those pictures and look through those pictures and see what you'd taken a picture of. Y'all remember that? Kids today don't get to experience that excitement like we did. Now they just get their phone out and take a picture and they, they have instant gratification. They don't have to wait several days. This became a forgotten passion of mine. I got into coin collecting at one point in time. And I still love coins. I still love doing this. But, you know, I don't do it with the passion that I used to. I mean, I still love to look at coins and I still love to do, but you know, it's just kind of become forgotten. Does that make sense? 
I used to be, I used to drink Coca-Cola all the time. I was passionate, but it, it, I get, my feet hit the floor. I had to have a Coke. Okay? True Southerner, not Pepsi. Coke. What do true Southerners drink? Coke. I drank Coke. Coca-Cola. I was passionate about it. And then they came out with new Coke. And it was horrible. Y'all remember that? I'm speaking to the old people in the class in the in the class. In the speaking to the old people in church now that remember new Coke and what a disaster that was. How many of y'all have a forgotten passion box in your house somewhere? A closet? You have that place where you stick those passions at one time really, really was at the forefront of your life, but over the years they've kind of they've kind of fallen out of grace with you or you've you've developed another passion into something else and that one's kind of fallen away by the wayside. Here's what we can't do. We can't allow our passion for God to be placed in this box. Our passion for God has got to remain at the top of our list. The Jewish people, now, with good reason, they had a lot of opposition who came up against them. There were a lot of threats against their life. There were people who were threatening them to throw them in jail and the, just you name it. And so they had a good reason, if you will. But you know what? Is there really a good reason to allow God to be placed in your forgotten passion box? You see, God had come to the Jewish people and he said, I want you to build my temple. I want you to rebuild this. And you know what? I'm going to clear a path for you. I'm going I'm to do a miracle. And I'm even going to have this king give you permission to do it. And yet over time, they allowed that passion to dwindle till it was years and years. And even you go back and you look, and it's even king, it comes into King Darius, King Darius's time. And which, so we kind of get an idea that it was multiple, multiple years that the people did not follow through with what God had called them to do. And so. What did, he, what did God do? Well, it's very simple. God began to get onto them. He began to hold them accountable. God says, Is it a time for you yourselves to live in your paneled houses while this house lies in ruins? Think carefully about your ways. You've planted much, but harvested little. You eat, but you never have enough to be satisfied. You drink, but never have enough to become drunk. You put on clothes, but never have enough to get warm. The wage earner puts his wages into a bag with a hole in it. Think about it carefully. Go up into the hills, bring down lumber, and build the house, and then I will be pleased. You expected much, but when it amounted to little, 
But then it amounted to little. When you brought your harvest into the house, I ruined it. Why? Why? Because my house still lives in ruins while each of you is busy with his own house. God's telling people, you are not doing what I ask you to do. And guess what? You're reaping the consequences of that. I have a confession to make. It's not a good confession. I love the movie Smokey and the Bandit. I'd rather watch the one on TV. The, the language is not as bad. But I love that movie. I think it's, Jackie Gleason is one of the funniest people ever. But there's a scene in that movie, if you'll remember, and he's pulled over these, or these three guys who are, are stripping a car, and Jackie Gleason pulls up to them. And he gets out of the car, and he tells them to put their hands on the car. So they're all on the car like this. And he walks up to the first one, and he takes that leg, and he swings, and he kicks the guy right in the rear end. Y'all remember what he said? That is an attention getter. And now that he's got his attention, he can talk to him. Well, God is saying to the Jewish people, this is an attention getter. Guess what? There's going to be a drought. That's an attention getter. There's going to be, you, you, you think you're bringing home this money, and guess what? There's going to be a hole in that purse. That's an attention getter. What is God using today to get our attention? Or do you think that we're doing everything that God wants us to do? You see, I don't think that God has changed very much from the beginning of time till now. I think God is, was, and always will be God. He is God. He doesn't change. He doesn't need to change. God is God. Okay? So the same God that we see in the Old Testament is the same God that's there now. There's grace, absolutely. But I think we as Christians oftentimes use grace as an excuse not to do what God wants us to do. I think, think a lot of times we think that, this, that the grace that Jesus Christ has brought us has brought us permission to be lazy, to not take seriously God. Oh, yeah, that's the God of the Old Testament. That's not what God is now. I'm sorry, but God is, was, and always will be the same God. And when God has something for us to do and we don't do it, there will be consequences. There will be an attention getter. The question is, will we pay attention to the attention getter? Or will we continue to reap what we're sowing? God says, you follow my ways, you'll be blessed. God says, you follow my ways and you will experience wholeness. God says, you follow my ways and I will take care of you. You follow my ways and I will bless you. Now, that's, don't, don't get me confused with those televangelists who blessing is equal to money. That's not what this is. But God says, if you follow me, you will be blessed. More of today's message is next on Grounded. 
Red Flag Pest Control is Central Alabama's regional leader in pest control with hometown service. Whether it's termites, bed bugs, terminal treatment, carpenter bees, mosquitoes, even nuisance control and animal exclusion, Red Flag gets the job done at a price that works for your family or business. Call Red Flag Pest Control at 888-943-0353. That's 888-943-0353. Red Flag Pest Control, Central Alabama's regional leader in pest control with hometown service. 888-943-0353. In life, it's important that we have people to lean on. For a Christian, that means a loving, caring, and compassionate church family. Flint Hill United Methodist Church exists to be a lighthouse and a life-saving station through Christian outreach. We offer a nursery, children and youth programs, outreach ministries, small group Bible study, volunteer opportunities, and more. All visitors are welcome. Services begin at 1045 on Sunday mornings at Flint Hill United Methodist Church, just off Old Dateville Road in Alex City. For more information, look up Flint Hill Church on Facebook. Now, back to more of Grounded with Pastor John Hill. A lot of our problems today in our country, all over our country, is because we've gotten away from following God. It's an attention getter. Where does it go from here? I don't know. But I do know that God is trying to get our attention. That God is wanting for us to to do something. And and it's very simple as to what God wants us to do. Jesus Christ, the last thing he said was go into the world and make disciples. Go into the world and make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teach them these commands. Guess what we're supposed to do? And we have fallen down. We have become less and less passionate about that. I'm not just talking to us in here. I'm talking about worldwide church. We've allowed our passion for doing what Christ has told us to do to be placed in a box that's labeled forgotten passion box. And we're experiencing the reality of that. God doesn't want us to put him in a box. God wants us to experience all the wonderful blessings that he has for us. But we cannot continue to live life in a way that says, you know what, God's going to love me regardless. I can do whatever I want and I'm going to still experience all God's blessings. That's not the way it works. It didn't work for the Jews back in King Cyrus's time. And it doesn't work for us in this day and time. God wants to see not the same old person that John is, but God wants to see a new person that God has created in John with God being number one. And when you do that, God will change your life dramatically. Thank you for listening to Grounded. We hope you've enjoyed today's message and will join us again next Sunday. If you'd like to partner with and help support this ministry, visit flinthillchurch.com or look us up on Facebook. Search Flint Hill UMC. 
No gift is too small, and your support is greatly appreciated. Again, thanks for listening to Grounded. Hi, this is Pastor John Hill of Flint Hill United Methodist Church. I hope you have enjoyed our program, Grounded. And if you want to hear more, to take this with you wherever you go, maybe you go walking in the mornings and you plug in those headphones, go to iTunes and download the podcast. It's called Flint Hill Grounded, and again, it can be found on iTunes. And we hope that you enjoy it and find a spiritual boost from the message that we're presenting. Veritas Classical School Lake Martin, located in Alexander City, offers families a unique academic opportunity. Using a classical Christian model of education, Veritas provides a robust, rigorous, and flexible college preparatory option, including partnerships with homeschool families. Already a great value, Veritas offers affordable tuition options for full and part-time students and flexible payment plans. For more information, visit VeritasLM.com, email VeritasLakeMartin at gmail.com, or call Jill Hill at 256-872-4724. You've been listening to Grounded with Pastor John Hill of Flint Hill United Methodist Church in Alexander City, Alabama. Grounded is presented by Veritas Classical School, Lake Martin. Visit VeritasLM.com or look them up on Facebook at VeritasLM. By Red Flag Pest Control. For dependable, affordable pest control, find them on Facebook or at RedFlagPestControl.com. And by Flint Hill United Methodist Church in Alexander City. Join us every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. for Grounded.